But the, the thing that so impressed me was that these people had a living, vital faith in Jesus Christ. And they, I mean, they were alive, and I wanted to know their secret. Well, it turned out the secret was, of course, being grounded in the Bible and knowing Jesus, but it was the empowering work of the Holy Spirit. And so I was so hungry, as was Laura, and the two of us then, while we were there in as missionaries in Korea, were then baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. We have with us Dr. Brad Long from the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains in Western North Carolina and Martin Boardman in Alberta, Canada today, and I'm sure that's equally beautiful. I want to share with you a little bit about what they do at PRMI. That's the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International. Reverend Dr. Long has been executive director there for 30 years, and that's a Presbyterian-based group associated with the worldwide movement of the Holy Spirit. And uh, he and his wife also were uh, missionaries in Taiwan. And uh, Reverend Martin Boardman, he is the prayer mobilizer of Dunamis Fellowship Canada, and that's affiliated with the PRMI. He was born in the UK. I think you'll hear that from his accent. And uh, he married Marlene, a missionary from Canada, so I suppose that's how he ended up there. So we want to speak to both uh, Dr. Long and Reverend Boardman, but we are going to be more casual today. So Brad and Martin, we welcome you to Charisma Connection. Thank you. It's wonderful, wonderful to be with you. It sure is. Thank you very much. Yes, I do notice a little distinct accent there. <laughs> I have a good southern accent. There you go. There Martin you go. has a very nice British accent. Well, we all work real well together. We're mixing it up today. <laughs> well, it's an organi—it's an international organization that you're both part of, so this makes sense, right? Yes, it does. It certainly does. Brad, could you tell us how PRMI got started? And once again, that is the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International. Yes, I'd be happy to. It goes back to the 1960s when there was a tremendous move of the Holy Spirit that took place in all the major denominations on, in the world, uh, from Roman Catholic to uh, Lutherans to Presbyterians to Baptists. Uh, the entire Church of Jesus Christ was touched by what was called then the Charismatic Renewal. Well, this move of God really touched a number of Presbyterians. And, of course, you often think of Presbyterians as being those frozen chosen um, who are not particularly open to the Holy Spirit. But, yeah, but that's not a nice thing to say, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, being, being Presbyterian, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I can, but what happened was, was that uh, back in 1966, a group of uh, well, actually, it was five Presbyterian pastors were what was called baptized in the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. They each received different gifts and manifestations of the Holy Spirit, one tongues, other prophecy, another casting out demons. Another had an incredible ministry of healing. Well, they were all promptly thrown out of their churches. Hmm. Well, they then gathered and formed a little group called Presbyterian Charismatic Communion. 
And this is a group of people in our Presbyterian churches who had been set on fire by the Holy Spirit and joined in this great move of God that was sweeping through the world church. Well, that goes back almost 50 years ago now, but this that's the beginnings of this ministry. And let me say that even though our roots are very much in the Presbyterian Reformed stream, uh, this includes people from all different denominations. And uh, it has grown from there, from that little group of five, to become a global, worldwide movement. And that's where we are today. So that's really the beginnings uh, of the ministry itself. Wonderful. So, Brad, would you mind sharing how the Holy Spirit got a hold of your life? Because, I mean, after all, you are the executive <laughs> director of this group. <laughs> yes. Well, that's a, that's a long story that I'll make very short. <laughs> um, I'll be honest and say that when I first was introduced to the Charismatic Renewal, uh, back when I was in seminary in Richmond, Virginia, I was very, very turned off by it. I uh, didn't want to have much to do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was an arrogant seminary student, I think. I didn't think <laughs> I needed anything. Um, and um, well, and then my wife and I went to South Korea as missionaries. And this is during our seminary training. Now, I need to say that I, I spent my high school years in Korea. Mm-hmm. And so I was going home. And But what was significant about that year that we lived in Korea was that we were introduced to the work of the Holy Spirit in a new way. It was, uh, I mean, it was just extraordinary what God was doing. Well, it was there in South Korea where I was actually teaching theology uh, at a large Presbyterian seminary that, that I, both my wife and I, we really found how helpless we were. Despite our great education, despite the good training we had, we, we found ourselves powerless. We, we were struggling. We did not know how to share our faith. Um, you know, working cross-culturally was hard. And frankly, we were desperate. We were desperate for more of God. And well, we are also observing these missionaries and the Koreans themselves, who were incredibly effective in their Christian ministries. They were, I mean, they were, they were uh, doing wonderful work. Some of them were running hospitals. Others were, you know, presidents of colleges. But the, the thing that so impressed me was that these people had a living, vital faith in Jesus Christ. And they, I mean, they were alive. And I wanted to know their secret. Well, it turned out the secret was, of course, being grounded in the Bible and knowing Jesus, but it was the empowering work of the Holy Spirit. And so I was so hungry, as was Laura, and the two of us then, while we were there in as missionaries in Korea, were then baptized with the Holy Spirit, and it completely changed our lives. It, I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it transformed us. And um, it's always amazing. It's always amazing when, uh, you know, you can observe other believers and see how the spirit brings them alive in their faith and makes them more effective for the kingdom. 
Well, and, and these people weren't flaky. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, these, uh, these, that these, helps. <laughs> these, these, yeah, it did help. But but they were. I mean, it was a and they were they were from all denominations. They were they were uh, Presbyterians. They were Baptists. Uh, they were also Roman Catholics. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, these were all people who loved Jesus and were filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, mm-hmm. and so so what happened was was that I, I had hands laid on me by a very uh, it was the grandson of R. A. Tory. Oh, heard right. that name? Yes, R. A. I have. Tory. Mm-hmm. You see, was uh, part of the great revival of the uh, great move of God that took place at the uh, in turn of the last century, 1900. And it's his great great grandson uh, mm. that laid hands on me, and I was then filled with the Holy Spirit uh, there at uh, in, in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Well, that began a journey for both Laura and I of growing in the work of the Holy Spirit that has grown and continues to this day. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'd like to hear from Martin on the same subject. How did the Holy Spirit get a hold of your life, Martin? Okay. Well, I experienced the Holy Spirit um, filling me or baptizing me in a Bible study uh, setting when I was in my first year of university. And um, it was a, an amazing experience, but I had no idea what was happening to me or, or why I felt the way that I did. It just felt like God was pouring his love into me and it just was rising up. Um, and after that, I did step into opportunities for ministry, but didn't really understand that, that it was connected with this empowering work of the Spirit until really um, close to 15 years later when I got connected with Presbyterian Reform Ministries International and the Dunamis course, and they began to go through and explain who the person and the work of the Holy Spirit was. And, and that gave me this grid and framework to really understand what had happened to me and to really recognize that from that point forward, I stepped into a place of empowered ministry, the things that I had done um, that I would never have expected to do, stepping into the area of preaching, for example, or, um, or just, just ministry in general, and especially into the area of prayer, um, was the work of the Spirit within me um, and, and upon me, and uh, yeah, completely transformed my life and, and the direction of my life, really, um, after that. Um, yeah, and you so continue to grow in it um, and as our prayer mobilizer. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, continue to grow and, and, and understand more and more about how the Holy Spirit works and how we step into that place of cooperation with Him through intercession. Well, and Chris, let me explain mm-hmm. to everybody what the Dudamus Project is, because that's that was what affected um, Martin. In fact, he's one of thousands upon thousands of people who've entered into a, a, this this river of God. It's been through the what we call our Dudamus Project, and mm-hmm. well, it actually began begun back when I was a missionary in in Taiwan in which I saw all these people who were being filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized with the Holy Spirit, moving in the gifts of the Spirit, 
but did not know what to do. And so I introduced, all in Chinese, of course, teaching on the person work of the Holy Spirit. Well, when I came to America and uh, became executive director of Christian Reform Ministries International, I realized that there was a very same need for good, solid, biblical, systematic teaching on the person work of the Holy Spirit, how to grow in the gifts of the Spirit, and how to basically uh, cooperate with the Holy Spirit in doing the works of Jesus Christ. And so we then, in 1990, launched what's called the Dudamus Project. Dudamus means power mm-hmm. in Greek. And since then, it's a six, uh, we can talk more details later, but we have topics like gateways to empowered ministry, how to be filled with the Spirit, and moving into the gifts of the Holy Spirit, moving into the power of prayer, healing prayer ministry, uh, spiritual warfare, evangelism, and the power of the Holy Spirit, and so forth. Well, well that, what happened is we started this in 1991. It, there are five-day intensive equipping events. This There's been an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and this thing has gone global. Uh, all over the United States, uh, Canada, Great Britain, uh, Korea, China, Latin America, it, 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 this thing has grown, and we've had thousands and thousands of people going through the courses with tremendous results. So that, in a nutshell, is the, the Dudamus Project. <laughs> okay, and I understand that uh, there's actually no cost to go through this Dudamus Project? Well, uh, we have kind of a crazy financial policy. Okay. Um, it's called, it's called uh, We Trust Jesus, <laughs> and it's all, it's all based on uh, faith. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, for all of our events, for all of the training we do, we follow the same method that Jesus did. It is we freely receive and we freely give. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the result is we do not charge tuition, but rather we take up the offering at these events and at all of our events, and amazingly, the Lord provides. This is really following the faith basis of people like George Mueller and other yes. great pioneers mm-hmm. of the faith who really, really realized that to sustain a movement like this, it must depend on our trust in Jesus and having faith in Jesus. So no, we do not charge for uh, for any of the teaching. Now, in some places, there'll be a registration fee to cover the, the conference center, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for five days. Uh, but but for the materials for teaching itself, there's none. And when you come to our training center, the Community of the Cross here in Western North Carolina, it's all... It's all given as a gift, and we just trust God, and we take up the offering to cover the cover the the teaching. Oh, it's just a one, wonderful opportunity for every believer who feels led to come. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is, it is, it is, and we want everybody to come. We want everybody whom Jesus is calling to be a part of this to be able to come and not be prohibited because of the the cost. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way Jesus would want us to do it. Now, you mentioned that you're an interdenominational organization, but I'd also like to know how the Spirit continues to move in the Presbyterian Reformed part of the body of Christ. Uh, well, uh, that in some ways is a, is a little bit of struggle, um, mm-hmm. because uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, many of us have been rejected by the 
mainline denominations that we came out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us were what was called the Presbyterian Church of the United States of America, and many of us have, uh, as those denominations have gone more and more the liberal route, rejecting biblical faith, um, we've not been welcomed. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, to be very honest, there have been, and to, to, there's very there's hope because at the at the local church level, there are many churches, many church leaders who are wide open to the work of the Holy Spirit, and they're desperate, desperate for uh, for this teaching, uh, because they see that you know without the Holy Spirit, there's no way to grow the church. There's no way to be effective witnesses to Jesus Christ. And organizations like yours are now there to you know fill that gap. Yes, yes, and we're doing it. And now, uh, there in Canada, Martin, wouldn't you say that the Christian Reformed Church is a little more open? Yes, I'm a, a member of the Christian Reformed Church, and, and certainly there's, there is a greater openness to the work and the move of the Holy Spirit. Um, there's a recognition that we, we need the Spirit's work in order to— and to cooperate with the Spirit in order to advance His kingdom. So there is there is hope. Yes. Yes, there is. Well, the great thing about the Christian Reformed Church is that you have stayed much more grounded in Scripture. The Bible is the Word of God than other denominations have. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you, are, when you are grounded in the Word of God, all the teaching on the Holy Spirit is there in the Bible. And so... Whenever I teach in Christian Reformed churches, all I have to do is just say, hey, here it is in the Bible, and people say yes, and they're (laughs) usually hungry. They're very open to it. Yes, word and spirit certainly go together. Yes, 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 yes. In fact, and that's what we've we've often, yeah, that's been one of the central themes of this ministry is putting word and spirit together. Anytime you separate them, you're going to end up, in probably heresy or in powerless churches. That's <laughs> and true. Powerless Christians. So the true. Word and spirit need to go together always. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as we come to a close already in this first episode, we're going to have a couple of more episodes with uh, Martin and Brad on uh, PRMI. And I want to give the websites. Would one of you like to give the websites so that people can learn more about? the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International. That's Martin, you want to talk about um, that? Yeah, our main website is prmi.org. Um, mm-hmm. Very simple. And there you can find a lot of information about the ministry and some teaching that we're doing and when our events are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other important website that we have is called discernwith.org. Us, U.S., so discernwith.us, which is really the place for our high-level spiritual warfare uh, discernment and engagement and teaching that takes place. That's the place to re- where we really resource and equip intercessors for the work of um, high-level spiritual warfare. Hmm. Wonderful. Yes, and, and on the other site, the PRMI site, You'll find a lot of uh, systematic teaching. You'll find self-study courses on the person and work of the Holy Spirit that may be a real help to you as you grow on th- grow in this. 
Okay. Both very important websites then, prmi.org and discernwith, that's D-I-S-C-E-R-N-W-I-T-H dot U-S, discernwith.us. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Brad and Martin, for being with us today. And next time we're going to talk more about the prayer movement, which um, sounds fascinating. And uh, we've we've given them just a little bit uh, understanding that you're involved in high-level intercession. And we're going to want to know what that is <laughs> during, yeah. during our next episode. So get ready, guys. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us here on Charisma Connection, and be sure to check out the other shows we have at cpnshows.com. Our network is just growing like crazy, so uh, you'll want to find out which pastors, authors, and podcasters are up there at cpnshows.com. And while you're there, be sure to look for Charisma Audio, where you can not only read Charisma Magazine in print, but now you can get your 10-day free trial and listen to it in audio. So that's uh, charismamediaaudio.com or cpnshows.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. <laughs>